0: Was your run on
1: Monday? (laughs) Run on Monday was fine, except that I locked my keys in my car. (laughs) Are you gonna do that to me? (laughs) Uh, Whoa, whoa! If anybody can come from the top rope on anything about
0: keys, gosh! The amount of (laughs) (laughs) key-related humor that you have had at my expense—key-related humor—for like six years. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) how long has it been? 2016 seven years
1: okay let me break this down i i run we have a uh, we have we have a river in oak ridge called the Clinch river and um 15 years ago the city uh put this great sidewalk along the river 15 side. years it hasn't been that long um it wasn't there when i was a kid and um <clears throat> and not the full length of it not not from Elzigate to yeah I remember
0: them I remember them adding I remember when they added on by Rivers Run that's that's my memory is like oh they added they added this much
1: to it yeah um anyway when I was a little kid it wasn't a thing uh they had the peninsula at the at the boat dock and stuff like that but even that happened even some of that happened while I was while I was growing up they didn't have the rowing association in the same way until I was in high school, really. Chinese restaurant was down there, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So anyway, there's this great, beautiful river, and then at a certain point, the city poured this uh, sidewalk, um, runner's lane, down the side of this river. Um, <laughs> I've run down there hundreds of times, literally. And every time I do, I get out of my car. I, I have like a carabiner with all my keys on it. So I have like my house and church key, on one ring and then I have my car key on another ring, they're both attached to the carabiner. I take the car key off, I leave everything in the car and I tie my car key onto my shoes, lock my car, and go for my run. I've done it hundreds of times.
0: So if you wanna if you wanna steal Lee's car ever, just catch him while he's running. Knock hold him down. Him down <laughs> take his shoe off and run. <laughs>
1: Knock him down. Knock him you down. You want to steal Lee's car? Yeah, go ahead, man. I mean, my cars, all of our cars, are such crap cars. Yeah, I've I've
0: stopped. Like my car will probably be gone after this episode because I <laughs> I literally have a key to the car in the cup holder and I leave my doors unlocked all the time because oh I'm just like it's got 320,000 miles on Listen, it.
1: I'm not having a great week as far as losing things. Uh, I hope you don't I hope nobody steals your truck it's a classic but yeah I mean I'm super thankful to the Lord for our cars they are not new cars they are not even within a decade cars kind of thing so um so I I got ready to go my run and I was about to tie my car key onto my shoes and realized I'm holding my house keys my car key is inside my car the car's locked my phone's inside my car um, we only have one car. We only have one key to each of our cars. <laughs> so there was another car in the parking lot. I went over and knocked on this dude's window. Huge stoner. He was, <laughs> he, he was waiting there to meet his friend so they could smoke weed together at seven thirty in the morning. Wow. And, uh, it, it was a serious wake and bake type situation. And I was like, may I borrow your phone? And he was like, yeah, bro. And yeah. so just stereotypical. <laughs> he really was, dude. Oh, so I called Christy, and I was like, hey, can you call AAA? Um, AAA, uh, you know, we have a AAA membership. They can come open the car. You send a wrecker, open the car, get my key back. Um, turns out AAA always takes 45 minutes. There's n- never an exception to this. It doesn't matter what time of day it is or anything. It's going to take at least right. 45 minutes. Right, right. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and go on the run. I went on the run. I'm coming back up the little hill to the Elsagate parking lot. And I see my little car there. And I'm like, oh, man. Well, 30 degrees. I hope I don't have to wait in the cold too long. And right then I see the wrecker pulling up Mm. into the parking lot. I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. Like, that's perfect timing. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Wrecker's pulling up just as I finish. Right after the wrecker pulls in, who pulls in? T. Cox. Hi. Christy called AAA and then immediately called Thomas and said, can you go meet my guy down there so he so he doesn't have to wait in the cold for the wrecker there can I was. he wait in a warm car there he was then he waits till wednesday to completely drag me about leaving my keys in my car well yeah <laughs> also i don't have my backpack today because i left it at the club right oh after man young life club it's been locked in it's, Paradox it's Bills if, building. i know we don't
0: believe in karma but like it's as if it happened <laughs> in one gigantic <laughs> we karma. don't
1: we don't believe in karma it's, it's
0: like one gigantic karmic cheese ball came <laughs> crashing into your life this week
1: karmic cheeseburger karmic. with this
0: <laughs> Golly. hey so that made me think of another star story that i don't know if is i've never known if it's actually true okay you, there was this there's this thing when i was we used to do this trip to Cades cove yeah when i was in high school
1: kate's coping and trucks
0: yeah and for some reason one year i either couldn't go or i was somewhere else during the moment oh man but i was told whatever for some reason a very high guy who had peed himself came out of the
1: woods and smacked you that's absolutely true that's not apocryphal at all we were playing Frist- i still don't know if it's true no is it true I just told you it was true. Okay,
0: well, I Just it's just is what, that
1: the level of trust I have in your life. You have
0: a. We were talking about this last night. You haven't slashed my tires. Your trucks. Your trust with me is great. I'm just saying, like,
1: <laughs> that's the. I by know, the way, y'all. That's the line for Thomas. If you slash his tires, <laughs> then he loses trust. I'm trying to in make you. a
0: point. Trying to make it really obvious. Uh, I just like I know you and I know your stories well. Okay. And I've I've like you know when you're friends with somebody for so long you hear stories, like there's there's so many times in our lives where. I tell a story to three people that you already know, and you're just like, well, I'm just hearing this again. But that's not one that's ever come up. That's why I say that. I wonder if. I'm I'm trying to think of who was there. Chris Alexander. Chris Alexander? That's why I. Yeah.
1: That's where you heard it from?
0: Yes. And you all had this little inside joke about it for a while, and it made
1: me jealous. Um, Or slash, like, I just don't know if this is true. I would bet Sam Bingham was there. I bet Michael Singleton was there. I bet Taylor Lane was there. Like, so. Cades Cove is this beautiful art- protected land in this like the foothills of the Smoky Mountains. And um for those that don't know, there's an 11-mile loop of like you can like you can just drive around and see this old like kind of homestead. Like this right. is the way people used to live uh in in the early 1800s and late 1800s. And um, so I used to take high school kids out there in the fall to see like, the leaves changing colors. And we would just have snacks. People would sit in the back of trucks. It was kind of like, like a hayride. Mm-hmm. And then we would stop at a certain point and go wander out in a field and play Frisbee, like ultimate Frisbee or something. Thing is, like some dudes had been camping <laughs> out in the middle of Cates Cove. And this guy wanders down into our Frisbee game. And I greeted him, and I was just trying to be very kind. Hey, man, what's going on? You want to play some frisbee with us? And he was like completely stoned. He had peed himself. He had he had relieved his bladder, and, and, uh, and he had his hands stretched behind his head. And he goes, uh, okay, "That's nah. consistent. That's consistent. I remember that." And he goes, uh, "Nah," and then he just like, and he and he just goes, "Whack!" and smacked me in the face. Literally just smacked me in the face in front of high school kids. Did Kates. he
0: borrow your cell phone or something?
1: No. Huh? He didn't borrow my cell phone. You wouldn't but, have had service. But no, I wouldn't have had service at Kate's Cove. But it was a very clear moment from the words of Jesus of like, if somebody smacks you in the face, I was there as a youth minister in front of my flock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then turn to them the other cheek. If somebody smacks you on the, on the right cheek, turn Ooh. to them the other cheek. Yeah. I wonder if Joe Penley was there that day. Well, anyway, I it was one of those days where I truly lived out the scriptures. Did you cry? No. Okay,
0: I just feel like if somebody smacked me, if my initial reaction wouldn't be, I'm going to tackle this person right. and drive him into the ground, which, is like, it wouldn't be that. I just don't know how to do that stuff. I. It would probably be to cry. I feel like a slap, like a punch is like a, ooh, like, yeah. like fight or flight. A smack is like, Oh, my gosh! I'm gonna cry.
1: I don't know why, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing, and like it was embarrassing in a lot of ways, but I, I i mean we don't believe in karma, but I wonder what the karmic cheeseburger would be for like not tackling a guy into the ground who- who slapped you in the face. It's probably not the fact that you lost your keys and backpack in the same week, like seventeen years later, yeah. Man, I'm so not 17. old 17. What? Like 12 years later? How many years later? No, like I'm so old that 17 years later it, like makes sense. Yeah. Welcome to Ancient and New. Wow. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about some scriptures mm-hmm. and apparently old stories that are not apocryphal, but actually happened. We are going to not some scriptures. We're going to talk about uh one scripture today. Um and uh we're both going to we're both going to deal with it. Um, It's going to be fun. Colossians chapter three, even though Thomas doesn't agree with me, I think Colossians might be my favorite book in the New Testament. Um, (laughs) He just gave me a look, you guys. Podcasting is a visual medium, of course, so you guys saw that look. Um, Colossians chapter three says this, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Mm-hmm. Anything leaping out to you as you hear those words? I want you Pete? to go first. This is, okay. you were, I I, I just want to hear what you said. I'll go first. Uh, okay. Here's where I would go first. Um, I want to think about this like a filtration system. Um, So we all experience either thinking about or feeling things that are really, really uncomfortable or difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, What if when that happens, when you experience something where you're thinking or feeling something really, really difficult, what if you filter it through this filtration system? What Paul says is, set your hearts on things above and set your mind on things above not on earthly things so let's come let's get an example you um something happens to your car and you realize you and you take it to the shop and now you have you're gonna it's gonna cost you eight hundred dollars but you don't have really eight hundred dollars in your checking account so you're going to put it on a credit card that's going to be debt and until the next time you get paid kind of thing that's a really that's a real world adulting like frustrating uh disrupt my peace and ruin my week type of situation Mm -hmm. let's filter it through um what this verse is talking about don't set your mind on earthly things Mm -hmm. well my if my mind was set on earthly things it is crap we don't have the money for this this Mm -hmm. situation is terrible this is this is terrible timing and now I'm frustrated and I'm stressed and I feel bad. Yeah. Um, now, if I catch myself, I say, "Wait a minute! I have a filtration system. I need to set my mind on things that are above." Mm. What's the things that are abo- that are above? Oh, money is temporary. Yeah. Uh, cars are temporary. Yeah. Tires are temporary. Spark plugs are temporary. Uh, like alternators are temporary. All this stuff. It's just stuff it's just stuff it's raw material that is that i'm building a real life out of yeah the the center of my life is actually christ mm. all this other stuff is details yeah. and raw materials that i'm building a life the, what i'm actually building is a relationship and a friendship with jesus every little circumstance and situation is just an ingredient for something that I'm building with Him. yeah, And I'm actually already seated with Him in the heavenly places in Christ. I actually can't be touched by all of these dangers and problems and all that kind of stuff, mm. even though some of it sucks and it's uncomfortable. like The truth is that I'm building something with Him. None of this stuff can touch any of that. Yeah, It's just an opportunity for me to get closer to him. So how could I get closer to him? Oh, I ask him to help me. I ask him to give me peace. I ask him to give me some faith in the midst of this thing that I'm facing. I don't have any faith right now. I'm really scared about this money that we have to spend on this car thing. Can you hook me up? And he meets me there and he walks me through it. And so and and that's me setting my mind. How do I set my heart there? Like I filter my emotions through that. Everything that I'm feeling, I filter through this thing of like Of Jesus loves me Jesus is walking me through something on purpose so uh, that's just one tiny example of like this verse gives us a filtration system with which to handle circumstances that are difficult Mm. and things that we think and feel that feel uncomfortable and painful I need to filter them through this larger reality Mm. that like everything I'm going through is just a temporary uh pseudo reality yeah that is only it just has the potential to add up and aid something real that i'm building hmm.
0: yeah that i love what you're saying there is it psalm 32 where it talks about he he put me in a spacious place that sounds right yeah so that the way you're describing that that's what i'm thinking of like um when i set my heart set my mind on things above I feel like I have a little bit more space. I have more wiggle room. Ooh. I'm not teetering on a tightrope anymore of easily being knocked off a ledge. You get what I'm saying? Like yes. there's not something that's going to come and hit me and it's going to blindside me so bad that I'm now falling imminently to my death because I was, I was in such a tight area that there's no way but because I'm living a life where like you're saying, I'm filtered my heart and my mind are set on things above i'm in a spacious place if something comes out of nowhere and rocks me i'm not i'm not one step away from falling off a cliff i'm Sorry. i can catch myself yeah. or i can the lord can help me and give me balance which that that's where my that's where my mind's going with that that's such a cool thought that you're giving us i like that lee um i also love the idea like and this is kind of switching gears a little bit but um just in verse three, you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. Just the idea of you. I mean, you wrote a song. Oh my gosh. 17 years ago. When did Periscope come out? Oh seven. 16 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And it was, it's just from the perspective of mourning the person you thought you were and letting that person go. And it's such a, you the title of the song is oh happy morning and it's like yeah. what a contradiction but also no what a joyful thing to let go of the person who you thought you were where you were supposed to be and to let that let that reality go that isn't actually a yeah. reality anyways i'm just basically like giving everybody the cliff notes of that song you should look it up on spotify also you should look up any of Lee's music on spotify <laughs> also you should go to Lee's etsy shop broken snare print broken snare prints and uh this is so silly. I am being silly right now. But also, I'm telling the truth. There's some stuff out there that you can support Lee with. Um, also, maybe an Ancient New t shirt's coming sooner or later. Who's this thing? Oh, say? crap. I uh, need to do
1: that. No, dude. I'm just being silly. What did you say it should be? It should say, like, is, I used to listen to Ancient New. Uh, Ancient New
0: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to Ancient New. I used to listen to Ancient New. That would be New. for Rob. Rob so would get the I used to listen to Ancient New yes. shirt. Sure. He quit us. He did. Uh, but I just, Okay. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God just when you can get to a point in your life where you're happy with the fact, like when you can rejoice in the fact that you, the you, you thought you were slash were supposed to be is no more. Mm. It's such a, it's just, and for me, I feel like it happens. Like it has happened. It has happened theologically speaking yeah. I, you, like right. i have turned my life over to christ he has paid for my sin i am i am completely forgiven of everything i've ever done do or will do i am righteous all those things are true yeah. i do think like just from an earthly like thomas perspective the more i grow the more i mature there are things that i'm still shedding with time that i am very happy to put to death good word so i don't know if that makes sense or not. i don't know if that's theologically correct or not but molting Molting. I just well, I guess I'm describing sanctification, but You just gave a sermon on sanctification. So you would do a better job of explaining that.
1: No, no I'm with you. I This is a This is kind of a no holds barred Um Mindset Like if I'm not good at this, it's because I don't believe it. Like, in other words, if, if all of my emotional energy and all of my mental energy is completely swayed by circumstances right now, this is not to throw shame. It's just to point out a fact. Yeah. I don't, there is a, there is a significant level to which I don't believe that I have died and been raised with Christ. Ooh, I just yeah. don't believe that Yeah, because I believe that the, that the most pressing situation is whatever's happening to me right now. Mm. Whereas like, like, <clears throat> I I don't know if you have this experience, but like I can remember the last day of seventh grade was a really painful day for me because I had, There was a bully in my life and I was sitting with two of my friends with our yearbooks Mm. and he came up and said something really unkind to me and, um, made fun of me and his cronies like laughed Mm. and I did nothing. Wow. Um, and I, I always regretted that because I always wished I had stood up for myself, that I had done something at a certain point in my life. It has to be a nine thing. I have a lot of those things. Yeah. That's probably an enneagram 9 thing. I do have several of those things, but like um <clears throat> like there was a certain point in my life where I would play that moment back and mm-hmm. imagine the violence that I would have enacted on that person. And then at a certain point of maturity, I realized like no, I just wanted to respond mm-hmm. and stand up for my own dignity and use words. Yeah. Um, and I've played back that scene and other scenes like it so many times in my life. Um, but at a certain point, like, and I don't know what the statute of limitations is for Enneagram nines, but like, at a certain point I was just like, it's over. Yeah. Like, he's grown up. Mm. He probably doesn't remember it. Yeah. If he does, he probably regrets it. Yeah. If he's matured in any way regrets the person that he was in those days at Robertsville junior high school at that time. Um, RJHS. Yes. RJHS for sure. But like um, go Ram fam. But, uh, but like it's gone. Yeah. That isn't, that is a scene from a life that is passed on. Hmm. Now, Here's the really trippy thing. We already exist outside of time in a different reality with Christ. Mm-hmm. We don't experience the fullness of that right now, yeah. but we are transcendent eternal beings. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're outside of this moment. Yeah. And when, when my emotions and my thinking are completely and totally dominated by the difficulty of the moment or the situation, there is a significant case for saying, I don't actually believe that Jesus... Has pulled me out of this, mm. and that I am raised with Christ. I, I exist in a different plane, but I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. And I—that's th- what—and I, and I don't say that to bring any shame on anybody, myself or anybody else. I say it to say, okay, that's a starting point. So let's start here. Mm. I don't really believe that. So what I want to do is I want to revisit these verses and i want to start to figure out what it would be like to experience this wow. since then you have been raised with christ set your hearts on things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god set your minds on things above not on earthly things for this is true in the past tense you died and your life is now hidden with christ in god i am yeah. safe i am secure when you were quoting, I think it might be actually in Psalm 18 that he brought me out into a spacious place. I No,
0: there's a, sorry, I'm, I'm, no, I, you're there, there's
1: another place in, in... In 32. Yeah, I think it
0: says he set my feet in a spacious place. Uh, okay. So so,
1: like, and, okay, so there's another one that I was thinking about, which is Psalm 125, which says this, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, but endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem... So the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. Like I'm on a mountain that can't be shaken that is surrounded by other mountains. It's like I'm in a big, soft, king size bed that's in a castle, Mm. which is up on a gigantic cliff and surrounded by an army. Mm. But I'm in the big, comfy covers. That's the truth of my situation. None of this stuff can touch me, yeah, like even if i even if I have a difficult or painful death or something like that, I just enter into eternity with Christ forever, which is some which is a reality that in some metaphysical way, I have already begun to experience, and I want to believe that and experience it more Wow,
0: that is so cool I can't find it then i thought yeah you have set my feet in a special place. it's some 31 not 32
1: 31 uh, ah yeah. 31
0: i'm wrong so i yeah you just preached to me that was awesome i'm thinking about like my thing moments when i could have been uh when i could have stood up for justice and didn't those ring in my head yeah. easily and the other thing that i used to be a much more embarrassable person than i am now mm i I used to be so easily embarrassed, yeah and afraid of what people thought of me and i so like it's so there's been times in my life where I have been in the middle of remembering one of those things, and i 'll audibly speak out loud against it like
1: wow, really
0: yeah i 'll pick up in the conversation or i will I will cringe audibly and i've learned as i've gotten older, I have laughed at that now i've when one of those moments starts to happen, I'll start laughing and just to, to get to a place now where I can giggle about something embarrassing that I did or a thing that would be embarrassing. Like I don't get embarrassed easily anymore and I love it. Nice. It makes life more fun. And I think it, when we're reading, when I'm reading this, a lot of it is me realizing I believe this more. I believe the scripture more. Nice. And I'm thankful for that. Anyways,
1: yeah, I'm seated.
0: Are we need to go back and edit this and flip around the part I said with what
1: you said, because you should have ended what? us, because yours was so meaty and tasteful. No, what you just said was super meaty and tasteful. I feel like I just, I feel like I just had like a a, a really good sandwich. Well, thanks. Are you and Maddie going out for Valentine's Day? We are gonna hang out at home because we're going on a double date with y'all on Thursday. We're going out tonight and with y'all on Thursday. Ooh, double dipping! Yeah, (sighs) and then we're gonna go to the prison on Wednesday night. I wish Maddie was going with us to the prison. I see. Maybe I wish they could make an exception for her. That'd be so fun. Um, She would have so much fun at the prison. Shoot her butt. She would love. She would love some of those. Yeah, her and Adonis would be buddies. Yeah,
0: yeah. He always he always says. He always asks me, "How's the boss? How's the little
1: boss? How's the big boss?" And he's saying, "How's Jude? How's Maddie?" <laughs> oh gosh, I love it so much. I, here's what I love about D is when we're leaving and we're get like we're going to like the walk, and he oh, can't Maddie follow happens. us. And you say, "I love you, D," and he says, I love, "I love you more." I love that
0: you and me and about three other people in the world yeah. outside of those walls know one thing and that he is i've never heard a better drummer (laughs) just the baddest drummer. i've never heard a better drummer on a record i've never heard he's in you're here like in this conversation wonder yeah this is everybody somebody's first podcast in this conversation you are hearing from me who is moderately musical Moderate. i'm a good musician no that's not fair that's kind. It's not true. No. Lee is a very good
1: musician. Don't tell me. Don't don't tell me what's true or not. I can play him. chords and lead music. Uh, that's exactly what I do. Okay, that's <laughs> not true. You <laughs> write. Okay, this guy has written every choir song so, our church has done so, for so, two decades. So. We literally sang songs this Sunday that Thomas wrote. It was great, but like here's what here's what we're saying song. on top of that
0: song that i wrote on top verse, of that two verses out of th- <laughs> on top three of verses and chorus this
1: dude that we're talking about that says i love you more he's the baddest drummer in the world man he's he is so he do, he'll he'll do something every time we play a set that makes thomas just start laughing he yeah. starts giggling he's just and it's from joy it's not from like he's it's, like laughing at it it's like he's overwhelmed by how good the music is ha- that's happening is that he can't Do anything but burst. Because I'll tell you what
0: happens to me is he. Which like (laughs) typically, I like we. If I if I'm paying attention to drumming, yeah, it's because it's not going well, (laughs) right? Or and that's not like an that's not like a at. It's just like a general. Like if you if you you play with a drummer and it's not going well, you notice, right? If you if you're playing with a drummer and you don't notice, it's like this is a good thing. Yeah, you're we're we're in in time. Everything's good.
1: Everything's fine.
0: With D. He'll do a thing, and I'll notice it because I'm like, "Oh crap, he is lost." And what it is is my brain can't compute that he is—he's doing something I've never. It's like he's
1: doing something. It's so like crazy,
0: if man. all of a sudden I got all the cone receptors of a man of shrimp, and I saw colors I hadn't seen before. My so, brain wouldn't know how to compute it.
1: Somebody's listening to this, going, "What is he talking about?"
0: <laughs> Google man of shrimp and their their eyes. That'll blow your mind
1: nobody googles more than you dude nobody <laughs> nobody nobody <wikis>. knows
0: knows nobody <laughs> knows little <laughs> about many things as much as i do in the world <laughs> the enneagram nine jack of all trades master of zero absolutely zero i'm lee i'm thomas welcome to
2: ancient and nine Whoa. blessed is the man who won't walk in wicked plans He won't share in the paths or in a seed with those who can Oh, and his delight is in your word Thinking on it day and night Until his heart is stirred He is like a tree planted by a stream, bearing fruit to eat without a single withered leaf. Oh, and his delight is in your. on it day and night until his heart is stirred. this earth, proposing marriage and new birth. Like a tree by a stream, his fruit is sweet for those who believe. Oh, and we delight in stay